Hello, everybody out there in Clicksland, and welcome to episode number 94 on the Clicksing It podcast. This is coming straight off the Clicks Cup event that was held in Orlando, Florida this past week by our good friend David Newmark. David Newmark was going to come on the show today, but he did have a prior engagement, so he did have to back out. But we did get Mr. Rusty, Maddie G, <laughs> to join us on the podcast. So I've decided that I'm going to start calling Maddie G Lightning McQueen. Because with a little rusties and an insane amount of luck, you may just play just like him. So that's going to be our cast with Matty G, Dan, and Kane. Now, Dan did not get down to Florida with the rest of us, but I finally got to meet Kane in person after having him on this podcast for, I think it's a year. I don't know the exact day that you started on here. I should look what episode you actually started becoming a full-time co-star, we'll call it, on this podcast. It was after the Carnage episode. That's all I know. The Carnage review episode? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. It's it's about nine months, somewhere in there, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, it was finally nice to meet uh, Kane out there. So, we got a lot to talk about. We're not really going to have a how was our week segment, but we are going to just talk about a couple little things that we did down there. But before we uh, get into us, so Dan wasn't able to go. He did, however, watch my house and my dog while he was um, here. Dan, did you keep yourself pretty busy being a homeowner for about a week? Yeah, pretty much. There's there's always things to do. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so Dan always tells me he lives downtown Milwaukee, and I've had him watch my house a couple times when me and the family go on vacation, and he always has trouble sleeping the first night because he's like, Juice, it's just too quiet where you live. Like I'm used to the sirens and the vehicles and everything. It's just it's dead silent out in the suburbs where I live out in Menominee Falls. And he's like, I can I can never sleep the first night that I that I uh, sleep at your house. Um, I did give him um, a prime high evolutionary as kind of a payment for watching my house. I did win one of those in the very first battle royal that I participated in. Um, but Kane, uh, let's talk about your week in Florida. Now, when did you land? You landed on Wednesday, correct? Correct. I ended up there on Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon. And you had no kind of flight problems, correct? No, yeah, no problems on my end. All right. Cause I've been hearing, hearing a lot of horror stories from a couple of mm-hmm. players that I talked to uh Thursday night. So did you land Wednesday morning, afternoon, night? When did you land? Me? I, I landed Wednesday afternoon. And then you just kind of hung around the hotel, right? Right. I just chill. I got there at like 3 p.m., I think. And then, yeah, I got to the hotel. And as soon as I got there, got checked all in, sat in the room, uh, decided not to get up from the bed, and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm hanging out here for us tonight. I think I ended up going to the pool, but, yeah, that was it. Uh, Matt, when did you fly in? Uh, I got there Thursday afternoon, evening. Okay. And then you, you pretty much did just straight clicks all weekend. You didn't go to any uh, Disney parks or anything like that. No, I was I was strictly there to play Hero Clicks in person. Yeah, it was, <laughs> and it was just you. Kane had his girlfriend. I had my family, so you really had no one else to go with unless you wanted to go with like Lucas and all those other guys, which I don't think they were. We did have fifteen team members, but no, they definitely they went to they, we had people going to Disney, we had people going to Universal, we had people going everywhere there. 
Is that all you had for Phoenix Nest was 15 team members? Because I swore I saw at least half of the field had Phoenix Nest. We, we, had a, we did have a fifth of the field there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I know I think um, there were 60 people for the first event. Sorry, 62 people were for the first event. For casual. For casual. Yeah, casual. Yep. Um, I myself, I flow in Tuesday night. Didn't have any. Did you have any flight problems, Matt? No, I was in and out. Um, no problems there. No problems leaving. Nice. Um, I know Ryan Redman, who is one of our players here. Um, I believe he said that they had the circle for. They either had the circle for two hours, or they were stuck in the tarmac for two hours because of traffic. And then I talked wow. to a, another guy that said it was either the, oh the other guy he was from Oklahoma and he said he his flight was delayed three hours in Oklahoma because of traffic in Texas. So he had to go from Oklahoma yes. to Texas to Orlando. So uh, and then there was someone else I talked to. It was one of the other. It was either Ryan or this guy that said they were up in the air for two hours or in the tarmac for two hours. Um, our flight got in Tuesday night at around nine o'clock. We only had to circle for about 20 minutes or so because of weather and then we were in the tarmac for about 20 minutes so it wasn't too bad it was about a two and a half hour flight Caden uh did okay my son on the flight uh he really he had no fear going up in the plane it was just more that he was getting antsy in the pantsy sitting in that seat for about three three and a half hours um I had uh, total intention of meeting up with people Wednesday or Tuesday night for drinks but I was so tired by the time we got in, and plus we were leaving for Disney at like 7 o'clock in the morning the next day, I was just like, not going to happen. If you are here on a Tuesday night, I'll meet up with you on Wednesday. Wednesday, we decided to go to Magic Kingdom. And again, I had full intention of meeting up with people Wednesday night in the bar. But after you're sitting in Disney World for um, Magic Kingdom for 13 hours and 95 degree plus 90 degree humidity, I didn't want to do anything but take a shower and go to bed. And then Thursday night, we uh, went to a T-Rex cafe in Orlando Springs that my son really enjoyed. And then we went to SeaWorld, which honestly, I think I enjoyed more than Magic Kingdom. And then I did actually make it down for casual night and met up with a bunch of people, said hi. So that's where we're going to start with this. Uh, That's actually where I met Kane for the first time. I believe it was Thursday night, right, Kane? No, I think it was the next day, actually. I don't think I made it down Thursday because for, for like you on Wednesday, for me, I went to Magic Kingdom on Thursday, and that was when I was pretty much wiped out. Okay. I, I, if we did meet, it was very brief, but I think we met the next day. Okay, yeah, I can't, can't recall. remember. I know I did meet uh, the other member of our crew, Iron Mike Reardon. Uh, thank you, Mike, if you listen to this, for the T-shirts. They turned out great. Uh, Kane got one. I, I actually forgot to give his girlfriend hers, so I have to mail that out to Kane. But uh, the shirts turned out great. I'm glad I finally got to meet Mike. Mike is actually the guy that met, uh, that went up against Matty G in the Sets Appeal tournament. And that's how I kind of met him for the first time was because we had that little fiasco in the final round, and he was super cool about it. And then we just talked throughout the months and became pretty good friends. And now he's part of the Clicksing It crew for whenever we do competitive stuff. But let's talk a little bit what about – What does that guy do outside of Clicks? That guy is like six <laughs> foot five. He's military. Like, a, like he's jacked. Yeah, he's military. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I, I did for- not – 
think that's who that like i was like who's it like who's this guy like, i don't know who was more jacked either mike or calder at the uh click scop i can never tell because mike, because calder's always flexing mike. so i never know what calder actually looks like so no, mike's like six foot five though as well <laughs> that's true um, wearing tight shirts yeah, wearing those tight shirts um, wait is calder that is calder that tall no Col- no no calder's mike is mike is a tall guy Oh, okay. Mm. I was like, I Cal- Calder's a short man. Yeah, he's a short guy. He's he's got to compensate with muscles. Um, <laughs> but let's talk about casual nights. So there were sixty-two players in casual nights. Um, now, Matty G, there are only three rounds of casual night, correct, or were there four? No, only three rounds. There are only three rounds. Um, and you were pretty much. How did? Let's talk about your games. Let's talk about game one. First of all, what did you play? Uh, I played pretty much, it was, um, looking into it, so it, it, with it being only three rounds, kind of had to score the most points the fastest. Um, with that, I played Super Green Lantern, two Marvellas, four Fort Elite Boomerangs, um, it was uh, Black, Black, Thompson, Le- Black Leopard, Black Leopard. Well, it was, it was Slash Thompson, Gwen Stacy, three Giant Girls, two Fast Forces, and one Main Set Ball at 10 points. And then I started with Invisible Woman, um, the 60-point Rare, 50-point uh, Red Hulk, and 20-point Deep Cuts Human Torch. Was this like... Uh... Oh, with 1776, and yeah, I think that's it. Was this that was, your one chip? This your was one casual nights? I thought there you had foot soldiers on that team. Yeah, I said four four foot elite boomerangs. Oh sorry, I, I, I heard the elite, I didn't hear the foot soldier. Oh yeah. Um and yeah, and you actually ended up winning on your first night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um yeah, you were just about getting because there are only three rounds, like you said, you want to get the, the max amount of points as possible, and I think I heard you mention with your four foot elites you were doing twenty four damage per round with them. Uh yeah, well they were doing they were putting out twenty four clicks of damage by themselves. Yeah. <laughs> and plus you're giving them the nineteen defense from uh what's his name, Green Lantern, and if they have any buffs You've got the Black Leopard there to bring them back down to their um, Black Leopard stats. Did you have any problems at all throughout the rounds for that day? Problems as in... Like, did you have any close matchups or maybe you saw a team, you're like, oh, I don't know if I can take that one out. Uh, No, I don't think so. Very very humble of you. (laughs) I mean, it it was... The... (laughs) PJ helped me build the team. Um, I was going to ask if you were the pilot or the PJ architect. <laughs> I think it was PJ and Wes in like a phone conversation when Tuesday or Wednesday night. I like how they just threw this up on the fly. Like, Here you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, this isn't uh, very different from – I mean, it's a little bit different, obviously, but that's what PJ ran in 2019 at Origins. It was – Four foot elites, and I can't. And it was uh, Captain America, Sentinel, and it was a couple other things. But uh, yeah, he had like Coulson and um, like Sam Cap. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, so first round, what did you play against? Do you remember? Um, first round was against uh, Latveria 
team with like a three hundred point god doom. Uh, what about they had like it had like uh, Mr. Like Fantastic or Doctor Doom, like the one that spits out the Doom bots. It had like a Doctor Fantastic. Um, I saw a lot of Doom bot teams. Like you, even in your last yeah. game, you were playing against a Doom bot team. But yeah, with it being like only like the one chase, one super kind of was hard. I mean, people just went like, "Oh, one chase, let's just play God Doom." I saw a lot of God Dooms. Yeah, um, uh, but pretty much. Uh, yeah, my first opponent like moved up halfway. Uh, I won map. I was like a plus sixteen. Uh, I won map. I didn't do anything first turn. He moved up halfway, and then I went out um, and pretty much uh, you like take out Green Lantern. You have four uh, the four elites surrounded by a Marvella. The Green Lantern creates a construct um, after he gets TK would out. The construct runs next to all the foot elites, which is seven squares out, so it immediately dies, and they all get an opportunity token. And then he uses the Marvella to carry the foot elites to Green Lantern, and then use the other Marvella to carry um, Gwen, Flash, uh, seventeen seventy six, Invisible Woman, Black Leopard, um, and then you Green Lantern takes off. Like ten squares, so it's got like a sixteen square reach. Just replacement, they can be placed in square seventeen, which would be eighteen, and they all sidestep, so they go to twenty, and they all have a four range, so it's full board. But when my opponent moves up, um, you uh, you put Black Leopard in front, and then with the six enhance or four enhancements, they're all doing six damage, and then it doesn't matter what you perplex or anything. They need to hit a 10 on 7s, 17s. And then if you miss by one or two, they all get to re-roll. So they all have, like, their own prob. Yep. Um, but pretty much I was deleting God Emperor Doom's second turn. Um, if you don't know how foot elites also work, is it says when an adjacent friendly character is KO'd or takes three damage but isn't KO'd, give foot elite an opportunity token. Free, move an opportunity token to either make an attack or move two squares. So like uh, what Maddie G was saying was he just moved up the uh, the baseball mitt. TK Green Lantern. Yep. And then, yeah, moved the mitt back to where the um, foot elites were. Yep, so then they all got the opportunity token because it just says KO'd, not by an attack, um, anything like that, not, you know, standard character or anything like that, just when a character is or a friendly character is KO'd. So... Yeah, I can't, I can't remember what those guys were going for, but when those were uh, modern legal, they were uh, quite a pretty penny for being a uncommon in a Ninja Turtle set. I think they were going for like 15 bucks at one point was the high. Yeah, and plus they have uh, a three damage for 25 points, plus enhancement, and then, like Matt said, their own prob if they miss by a one or a two in a range attack. So they're pretty darn good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you won casual night and what were your spoils from that one uh i got a case of x-men rise and fall very nice which we still don't know when that is going to be released so <laughs> yeah um so can, so we'll be looking forward to an opening in about two months from maddie g maybe we can do it on the uh, podcast or something like that uh yeah. 
And then, do you happen to know who got second in that? Uh, second was our other teammate, uh, Joe Safa Alves. Joe, everyone knows him as Joe, I think. Okay. Do you happen so to know he, t- what he was playing? Um, man. He was playing... I don't, I don't know right offhand. Okay, that's I could, fine. Not a hundred percent sure. No big deal there. Um, <laughs> all right, let's move on to Friday. So Friday, so very interesting was I believe I was the only person there that came strictly for battle royals because I got there at ten thirty, <laughs> ready for some battle royals, and I didn't get my first battle royal in till I think one thirty because that's when people started dropping from the tournament. Um, so I'm not that good and competitive. I'm okay, but I just don't like to deal with the hassle of some of the gross teams that people come up with. And I'm, I'm really good at Battle Royals. We were just saying before the podcast, in the past, in the last 11 Battle Royals, I'm 10-1 when you put the uh, four together from the Scott Porter one and the seven that I played at the Clicks Cup. So that's where I really shine. So if there's ever big prizes for that's why i was kind of hoping i was going to be in the master mold one but i wasn't going to get drunk (laughs) and do shots at the uh banquet in order to do something like that um but that's where i think i finally met ken king was that morning and kane also didn't do any uh competitive stuff he uh, was just doing battle royals as well so we played a bunch of games together and i actually met somebody there who i had so when i started playing hero clicks was in sheboygan Back in 2005, it was a little place called Victory Games, and there was a guy named Forrest there that brought his son that I think was like 8 or 10. Forrest, I know you're listening to this. My memory's horrible. But um, I'm looking around all the tables. All of a sudden, I hear, Juice! And I look, and I'm like, Forrest? Like, I haven't seen this guy in like probably 12, 13 years, but I still recognize him. And here next to him is his son, who's taller than him now. I don't know what his exact age it was, but it was kind of cool to finally see him after so long because I played against him for like three or four years when I first started. Um, So when we started finally doing Battle Royals, it was pretty much just me, Kane, and then Forrest and his son because they got, uh, not eliminated, but they just dropped out. So I think we played... I want to say five games or so together on Friday. And yes, I like that. We mostly played House of X. We did try doing Future Foundation because they're. So after all the prep work that we did on our last episode for Wonder Woman uh, Battle Royals, uh, Newmark didn't have any Wonder Woman for Battle Royals just for Team Seal. So all that episode was just. It was fun, but it was a waste. Um, but we did. Um, Future Foundation first <laughs> and um, Newmark made a decision that all characters were to be played on their lower point dial so if they had any kind of point value you had to play them at their lower so with um, Future Foundation Forrest's first booster that he opened had four sidekicks and a Nathaniel Richards so his highest pointed character in his booster was 20 points that he had to choose from. It was like Vil and Wu and I forget the other two sidekicks, but then he had Nathaniel Richards, who's either 20 or 40, but had to play him at 40. Felt so bad for him. I actually had to keep Ant-Man out of mine because that's how good my booster was. Um, I forget the rest of it, but, yeah, the first game just wasn't very good. Um 
but it was still fun. And after that, we moved to House of X just because there's a little bit more diversity and a little bit more power figures in that set. Uh, and I forget, Kane, how you you did you what did you walk away with on Friday? Do you remember? Um, I, I'm the only thing that really stands out to me was a maggot. Yeah, but I don't well, and, and some legacy cards, but I don't, nothing too hot for me. Yeah, in the I, in the well. very last game, um, I had a really good team the last game, but um, we're playing, and we're we keep on playing, and we keep on playing, and I'm noticing other battle royals ending before us that started after playing us <laughs> and i went up to the table because at that point there were like four figures left on our map and i went up to the table and i'm looking for the timer and the, our timer went off at some point so i just came back to the table and we just kept playing and then i finally messaged or uh, saw david like david i think our time's over because there's other battle royals that are ending right now um <laughs> before ours even started uh, or after our started. Okay, just last action. And I actually beat Kane by five points that game. It was like 300, and, 300 to 295 or something like that. Um, so he scores. He's, we're playing, right? He scores. And then as soon as he scores, he gets up and goes checks the time. <laughs> well, because I'm like, Matty G was like in the same position that I was in the first round, but we'll talk about that in a second. Like, there's no way that's that that time's off yet, but we're in the opposite position. <laughs> but I was like, something is wrong here. But um, I ended up taking the Cosair team up card that gives Waldo and all them willpower because I know Kane really wanted a maggot. Um, so uh, I took the team up card. Gave Kane the maggot, um, so that was a really fun battle royal. But uh, Maddie, you played um, in the modern event. I was able to tape your first game, uh, and that was where the snafu kind of happened because you thought the time limit was this, but it was actually this because I think they cut you guys. Because what was it? It was plus or minus five, or plus or minus ten minutes for fifty minutes. Um, well, first I, I was going to say. Uh, so we all had a gentleman's agreement. I played. A, this is my first battle royale, royale in probably five minutes or five years, and we had a gentleman's agreement before we started that if your if your piece is under 150 points, you can play it at that starting line. Oh, so you just kind of did that on your own? Yeah, that it would have been a lot better for FFFS. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I, I, we probably should have done something like that too, because in one of them too, I think Kane, you pulled the chase binary. But had the player on her lower level, which yeah, she's like, really good at like, full, but not so good at 100. <laughs> and then same thing for me is my second game in, I pulled Juggernaut, and I had to play him at 100 points, not 175. But he still did really good for me. But anyways, back to the modern age. Uh, yeah. You played – so your team was Scientist. And why don't you go over what was all on your team? Oh man! Uh, so it's plus ten scientist. It is. Um, let's start with two flashes: charge flash, TK flash, two high evolutionaries, Nathaniel Richards, Valeria, Mister Molecule Man, Giganta Prime, Claire Finn. I think that's it. Uh, yeah, I don't think you missed anything. <laughs> but yeah, it was um, double. Did you say double Evo? Double high Evo, and well, it had the it had um, the WWE ring. Yes. Um. So your first game, I was watching. 
it seemed like you had it. it was, you didn't score a lot of points just because I think they did just stop the timer right at 40 minutes because was it plus and minus 10? Yeah, so, so normally um, WizKids, I, I guess it is WizKids, but their timer is between, supposed to be between 45 and 55 minutes. Uh, after the first round ended at like 40 minutes, I went up and asked the judges, and they said it's 50 minutes plus or minus 10 minutes. I was like, okay. Yeah, because how many points did now you score that first round? It wasn't a lot. Oh, um, what the team was. I know they'd foul. It was, I think I got like one half their build. I didn't okay. get the full build. Um, because as you guys know, out there in competitive world, points do matter. So you want to get as much points. I mean, a W is good, but if you win five zero, there's a good chance that um, you're not going to go on if you keep getting low points. Um, but yeah, you won the first round. the The best moment of the entire weekend for me was when Matty G thought he was going to pulse wave Felix Faust with three damage. Um, <laughs> And then he actually rolled the attack and was like, okay, take three. And the guy clicks him one, and then a little light bulb in Matt's brain went off. Like, oh, that's right, pulse wave change. And that's where he said he was, quote, unquote, rusty. Um, so that, that was my favorite moment of the whole weekend. Um, um, in my own defense. tournaments, and he's rusty. <laughs> in my own defense, that is the only way. I wanted to hit Felix Faust, so I didn't have to take a Mystics. Yes. Um, and he's in stealth. Yep. <clears throat> Very. And you don't get prob and all that kind of stuff. So I still think yeah. it was the right call, but it's just that little, like you said, you haven't played, you've played competitive, competitively online, but it is different when you're playing it physically. Oh, yeah. The last competitive event was like Nationals, like yep. online, and I do not like World 20 online for competitive events anymore yeah. after that. <laughs> So um, modern total um, was nine games for you. So let's kind of speed round through these next ones. Um, how did did you oh, have man. any um, close games in the rounds in between? Because you did get to the finals. Did you have any close games between rounds one and the final round? Um. Now, see, I was going to keep my sheet to try to remember everyone, but everyone in HeroClix has such awful handwriting. I can <laughs> barely like read what people's names were. <laughs> um, I know I played Joe in the fourth round, our other teammate. It was close. Um, it came down pretty much to the end. He had like a Jason, Commissioner, Sky Tyrant, Guy Gardner, Double Flash, like, Molecule Man, it was a really good team, um, kind of a rushdown team. Uh, and then I played, I did play Wes Summers, who ended up going undefeated. And we played the same team, and he pretty much won map and uh, was able to beat me. Well, and didn't you Besides, say you didn't even get, you didn't even win map to like your fourth or fifth game, being plus nine? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. So my first, my first map, my first game, I rolled a crit miss on my map roll. My second game, I rolled a three on my map roll, and my third game, I rolled a crit miss on my map roll. <laughs> so, uh, and that's yeah. why you brought four probs on your team plus theme <laughs> for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I so didn't have Joe was the only person on your side. team that you played, right? 
Uh, Joe and Wes. Joe and Wes, sorry. I, I think I actually might have played Joe in Top Cut, though, not... I can't remember. It was a long weekend. Yeah. I either played him in Top Cut or Swiss. But I know I played Wes in Swiss. See, and that's that's part of it why it's it's hard for me to want to play in competitive because you did play nine games on that Friday. You played from, what, 10, 30, 11 until 9 o'clock? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because the banquet was actually supposed to start at 6, I'm sorry, yeah, 6, 6.30 or 7 o'clock initially, but they had to push it back to like 9.30, 10 o'clock because the rounds, I don't know if they just didn't expect to have that many rounds or what, but they had to push the banquet back about two, three hours because of what was going on. Um, top, we won't. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, we'll talk about top four. So top four was Matty G, obviously. It was um, PJ Bolin, it was Scott Crampton, and it was Tyler Spees, of course, you know, the normal four that always make it. Um, and it was in top four, you played against Scott Crampton, sorry, Crampton, Crampton, <laughs> and then Tyler Spees played against PJ Bolin. PJ was playing uh, robots. His team was the four danger room constructs. It was, th- oh, I'm sorry, the three. It was three or four Superman robots. It was um, Jim Hammond, uh, Mad Mad Thinker Prime. Mad Thinker Prime, and I think. Exospecs and Spin. Yeah. So, again, looking at the team, and I heard him talking about it on his podcast, it doesn't seem that threatening, but when you put that kind of in that team into a player's hand like PJ, he works it really well. Yeah. Scott ran his normal whatever's the best figures out there team. So he just puts the hodgepodge of all the best figures on the team. Um, he wasn't themed. Why don't you talk a little bit about you versus Scott Crampton? Oh, um, yeah. I <laughs> I pretty much had full reach on him and Molecule Man, and he didn't have a way to like get through my barrier. Uh, he kind of creeped up aside. Um, I just kept bearing. I hit leadership and I hit cosmic energy on Molecule Man, so I was able to like just keep protecting myself. And I went to I one map went WWE indoor, and then the second he couldn't bear anymore, I went over and pulse waved his team with uh, High Evo because the team has full board map reach with the pulse wave. So I like kills Dark Phoenix, hit everything else for one. Like it was it was. Yeah, my main thing was to kill Dark Phoenix and just kind of cripple the rest of the team. Uh, I think he scored 20 points. And I was talking about that with um, Iron Mike about Dark Phoenix. And, like, when you see a Dark Phoenix across the board, she has to be your top priority, even if it means that you're going to lose a figure. Like, you have to take her out. She's too big of a threat for 30 points to leave untouched. I mean, depending on the team. Yes. Like, I can I can hit other things and let him retail with Dark Phoenix because he can't deal four damage and he can't uh, kill Haivo. Yeah, but he could have killed like your flashes. Um, oh yeah, whoever man. whoever hits anything has to be completely surrounded by barrier for protection. <laughs> yeah, like he could have killed both flashes and your um, molecule man. I'm not sure about Claire Finn, but if he had the positioning, he heals up three right there. Oh yeah, no, he's he's yeah, he's killing like Nathaniel, killing Oz, like you know, <laughs> yeah, can't let him get the whole team in. Yeah, um, but I then, think he scored twenty points. 
Okay. Um, and then PJ played Tyler Spees. Um, I did watch the end of that game. It looked like PJ was just having some rough rolls. He almost did get his Gal- – because he had Galactus on the team. I believe it was on Mr. Sinister. Yeah. He almost did get Galactus on the board because it was just pretty much a lot of Tyler's team versus uh, Mr. Sinister. But he was, I think, one or two turns away from getting his Galactus on the board, and then it would have been kind of difficult for Tyler to do it. But uh, time ended up happening, and Tyler won. And then we had good old Tyler versus – Matty G in the finals, which I did record, and you can watch on our YouTube channel. Um, Tyler ran a animal team, and it, to be honest, was a pretty disgusting team. Um, his team was Spider Ham, Triple Maggot, Chip, Ultra Humanite, High Evo, and Double Grod the Chase. So he was an animal theme. He was plus nine. Um, he had the emotional modifier and Waldo arms. He put the emotional modifier on Chip and the Waldo arms on Spider Hammerai. Um, it was a very close game. Um, when you looked across the board and saw that team, or maybe you saw it throughout the game, did you were you worried? Like, were you like, I just don't have the actions to kill everything? Because the thing with Maggot is he makes those little guys that have autonomous, and then he gobbles them up, and then you can't do your retail. Like, what was your strategy going into? The final game. Um, first, I was just trying to win Matt because I can take both his. I can destroy his Waldo arms, take his modifier, equip it. When I lost Map, I knew I was going to be in a lot of trouble because maggots. I don't. I think maggots are like even better than my Flash. <laughs> like they just the them being autonomous um, and the poison and the exploit. It pretty much just chews through my whole team. Um, I kind of. Not like I wasn't an autopilot, but um, I knew there was nothing I can do uh, that he's going to come over and he's going to kill a couple things. Um, I could have spread my whole team out, which I was told to do, but like the team really needs the synergy. It needs the sidestep. It needs the Malcuman for protection. It needs Nathaniel Richards to like help out Flash, help out High Evos, like. I mean, I probably, I probably might have had a chance if I separated a little bit, but in the end, like he's gonna kill. My team only has like four main attackers, which I get to be in a retail. But if he kills the Flash and kills the two Hyevos, uh, I'm in a lot of trouble. Yeah, <laughs> and he took away like two of my probs early. Um, I mean, it was it was nothing like Tyler. It was a Tyler's team was good. It was like a it was a, a great counter to my builds because I don't have a lot of reducers, so poison just eats through my team. Yep, um, I did say high Evo. It is actually the prime high Evo. Before uh, we continue, so he got the plus two perplex for all the animals. He did make a misplay uh, on his second turn when moving up. He decided to double perplex up Hammerize speed, copy Green Lantern, and move all the way up to get to get to Matt. But he left one of his maggots uh, too far behind, and he had already declared that he was moving, so he had to leave one maggot behind. So that was kind of your opening because I'm assuming his plan was to just move up all all three maggots and then just poison your Molecule Man, man and both flashes to death, but he couldn't do it because he didn't have the yeah. poison. Um, My only thing there is, like, he would have... <laughs> So he was talking about all these sidesteps, so he would have he he had to have moved them or placed them differently with his chip move beforehand. 
because then when he went to move up with uh, Hammerai, he would have had to move and sidestep another maggot and then sidestep another maggot. So he wouldn't have been able to then sidestep and drop how he wanted to. So I was like, I mean, it's it's not going to matter. There's you're going to lose your two sidesteps if you try to go back. It's you, yeah, you you didn't sidestep with that maggot. <laughs> yep, because then he couldn't have, he didn't have the. He didn't have the 14 reach to get all the way to your team. He had the sidestep with the maggots to get you to your team. Yeah. Excuse me, after you're carried. Um, where was I going with the next question? I forgot. Um, but, yeah, he did um, really well. He I, – I was, I was watching your game a few times, and I'm trying to think of what other strategies you might have – could have done to maybe – um, take out his maggots. You did pulse wave his entire team, so you got rid of his grods right away. You got um, his maggots off his prob. He did get a five on Waldo arm, so that did give Hammerai yeah. a free attack, so that was huge. And then the emotional modifier is a lot better than I think a lot of people are giving it credit for because you can really get <clears throat> excuse me two different effects on the same turn. So you pick something your first turn, like minus one defense, and then you get that, um, and then until you choose again. So you really get to choose two things per turn because you keep it from the last turn. Um, so oh, that yeah, was it's a great, great call on him to put that on the team to give you minus one uh, defense. Um, Risky playing an object, but with high theme, you had a good chance. Yeah. Um, were there. Did Scott Crampton play Scarab? No. No, so Scarab or Secret Six didn't even make top four, which is surprising. Uh, actually, I don't think they made top eight. I don't even know if they made top sixteen. Okay, yeah, that's gonna. Surprise I, I think me. the thing was everybody was afraid. Yeah, <laughs> like so, no one wanted to play objects. So with everybody like being like, "Well, I'm not playing objects because of Secret Six. Like, no one played Secret Six. <laughs> yeah, everyone um, thought everyone was gonna play Secret Six, so no one played objects, and there was no Secret Six. No, I'm just trying to think if maybe if you maybe could have gotten your charge flash quake and kind of moved into the quake, some of maggots and stuff like that. I've, I don't know. I was, I watched your game like twice today, and I'm just trying to think of some other strategy you could have done to um, get rid of those maggots. But they are always at a 19 defense because they're always gobbling up the uh, uh, eeny or meeny, and then he – you could never retaliate because he kept eating them, so there was nothing to retaliate on, so that kind of took away your Gigantic Prime. Um, yeah. Tyler just played it really well. Yeah, um, yeah. And like, you, and like we've been saying in the on the past in the podcast, if you go first, you've got a really good chance at winning because if you would have gotten map, you could have got rid of that Waldo Arms, you could have got rid of the Emotional Modifier, and that would have hurt him quite a bit. He wasn't rolling the greatest two on his first couple attacks. I mean, he burned... All t- or two of his probs from the maggots and four team probs just to get the first attack off. Like he was rolling fours and fives when he needed only a six. So I yeah, thought I that mean he has like nine probs on the team. Yeah, so I thought that was I was like I, I see him rolling four, four, three. I'm like wow, he's burning through all these and he's not hitting anything. So Maddie G's gonna be in great shape. But then of course he got a little bit hot. But then you had four probs of your own with double Evo, Mister Oz. Flash and then four team pro- or three team probs yourself. Mm-hmm. Prob is probably the besides leadership probably the most important power in the game right now. Yeah, 
Um, but then you ended up getting second place. So congrats on that. So day one, you got first place. Day two, you got second place. What did you walk away with for modern for second place? A hundred dollar gift card. Um, another case of X-Men rise and fall. You're getting two cases already. Um, Yeah. And a trophy where the, the label on the trophy is upside down. So that was (laughs) hilarious. Uh, so you got two cases coming your way already, jeez, and no Nightcrawler in the set. That's like a slap in the yeah. face. Um, all right, so and I did forget to mention we did have seventy-four players competing in Modern Age, so great turnout for that one. Uh, then we go to Team Sealed. That was on Saturday. That is one that I would have liked to participate in, but my flight was at six fifty on Saturday, so I we had to leave by three o'clock. Kane had intended to play because he had it all set up, but apparently you were like five minutes late and they needed to start on time and they just found somebody else. Was that the story, Kane? No, it's a whole it's a whole thing. Because, okay. um, I mean, it was sign up at, at, at that 830 mark. They didn't start until, I think, a little while after. Um, I, think, I think it started at 9 or 845, something like that. Um, yeah, they didn't start at 845 because, yeah, they started around 9. Um, but yeah, it was a whole thing. I'm not going to get into it, but it, it was, it was unfortunate to say the least. Um, you know, and I understand the, the shortage of product that they weren't letting anybody who, you know, didn't sign up ahead of time. They didn't let anybody else like sign up or be on a wait list for any drops or anything like that. So, uh, yeah, it was kind of unfortunate, but it was a whole, it was a whole thing. Yeah. So. Um, so you just played in battle Royals again with me, uh, Ryan and his wife. I think we played three or four i'm not positive um how'd you you did you walk what did you walk away with on saturday um i can't recall nothing good i mean then like uh, again you gotta understand we're playing battle royales of sets that are old right yeah. like these are this you know we we show up thinking we're gonna okay x-men's not there uh rise and fall is not there so we're gonna get wonder woman well psych we are not you get to take it to future foundation uh house of x or fantastic four and to me, I, I don't have that stuff, um, but there's a reason I don't have that stuff, right? Um, and that's, that stuff's kind of a bummer. And uh, so I, I, I myself wasn't having the best of time. Um, so I think that kind of affected my gameplay, and I, I didn't really walk away with, with much. Um, I think, I, like I said, I think on that day, um, which was Saturday, I, I picked up a couple legacy cards, which I think were like Wonder Woman ones. Um, one from the Batman animated series and another one from... I think she's like on a horse. Yeah, the Wonder recall. Woman one. Yeah, from yeah, DC seventy five. Yes, that's the one. DC yeah. seventy five. Um, but yeah, so I think I didn't win too many spoils on Saturday. Um, for, so for so how battle royals work? If you don't know, is once once the game is over, you put everything that was pulled into the middle, and you um, the winner gets to pick first. With yada yada yada. Um, but. Usually how Origins works is they usually drop like a convention center or a convention figure in the middle, and the winner takes that if it's a good one. Um, David, what he did was he had to buy a bunch of chases, a bunch of super rares for the prizing for that stuff, and basically what happened when you won the game was he held a bunch of cards in sleeves upside down, and the winner picked a card, and then that card at random got put into the prize pool, so you didn't know what it was. So I went six for one. I did not pull a decent figure for a winning prize. I didn't pull any of the chases. 
Some of the figures that I pulled were Herbie, um, Fantastic Four Hulk. I pulled Ares, who's cool, but I already have him. Victorious. Um, and I forgot the other two, but the other two weren't. Or I, I did walk away with a Captain Britain Superware from House of X. Um, it was either between that or we pulled a Katie, a Katie Pride, the Super Rare, but I didn't really want her. I wanted the Captain Britain. I can't remember the last one, but I was kind of disappointed that I didn't pull a Chase. <laughs> the one game that Ryan's wife pulled or won, she pulled the Samurai Chase from Batman or Justice League, whatever set that was from. So <laughs> she went one for one on Chases. I couldn't pull that, but I did walk away with an Evil Prime, a Juggernaut, a puppet master, a Captain Britain, and a bunch of or three team up cards. Um, but it was fun. <clears throat> I was glad that I was able, actually able to play some competitive clicks in person. But let's get back to Team Sealed. Uh, Matt, who was on your team? Who were your other teammates? Uh, Wes Summers and Joe Safa or Joe Alves. So the so the guys you played against in Modern. Yeah. <laughs> and how did you guys pull? Um, we pulled decent. Uh, we pulled a Zeus. We pulled Chase Supergirl. Um, I think our super was Lex Luthor. Uh, uh, and then I think uh, like a Jason and maybe an Apollo. Okay. I don't know. And, I think maybe and, it was Jason or Apollo, one of them. And this is where Adam was saying, like, all of this was Wonder Woman. Like, the only the only figures they could provide from the wonder woman set were specifically for this battle royale sealed yeah so yeah Yeah, i will say i mean a lot of it like if anyone has any complaints about like everything like with the brs and with it being wonder woman they're not being enough product it's it's definitely not on david um i mean he did all he could like with x-men rise and fall being in limbo like he has 20 something cases of x-men rise and fall coming and he had to go and buy another 20 cases of Wonder Woman just for Sealed. Yes. Like, just to have product for Sealed. Like, he he went above and beyond just to, like, make up for what happened. So, like, I yeah. give him and, the credit. Yeah, and to piggyback off that comment, like, Newmark crushed it, right? Like, he's yeah. running around. He's doing everything he needs to do. I Somebody, like, to, to be on the other side of the fence, someone like myself who just did not have a good time, it was none of it had to be with Newmark. It was all the, just the distribution issues and also the availabilities. You know, I'm sure like maybe with all the X-Men stuff, he would have had more flexible on availabilities as well as the playability on certain things. I think, I think just everything had to be shifted last minute. And again, whether somebody says it's Whiskey's fault or whether it's just strictly just a straight up distribution issue and, and the, the delay, either way, it doesn't matter. David crushed it. He did a good job. He did, he did a good job with what he could. And, yeah, is it being his first year running a, a like a like a Hero Flicks event, and yeah. Wizkids has been doing it for twenty years. Um, yep. <laughs> he blew them out of the water with timing, pacing, getting everything done in a reasonable manner. Like it, there was it, room for it's like room. a slap in the I face. It's a slap in the face to Wizkids. Like it's one guy. He's not even a business. Yeah, I know. Like I think he reached out to like people in Europe to see if he can like buy product just to get like. He did. Oh, yeah. I, I actually yeah. talked to him about that. He said that he got a hold of a guy that had a brick, but the guy wanted $300 for the brick plus shipping. And Dave was like, no, I'm not doing that. Like, no thanks. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, WizKids, take note. Um, right now, we're <laughs> keeping your game alive, and we're not seeing exactly. a lot of support from you. Like, and we, real quick, we've had this conversation before. No, go ahead, Kane. I want to interrupt you. Like, like you can finish with your comment, but I do want to pick you off off that. Like, or, or or at least bring up that topic. Is I was thinking about this during the event. Do we think WizKids wants this game to die? <laughs> so go ahead with your comment, but I want to ask. That's my question on the table right now. I don't think so because on their website, apparently it's the top-grossing miniature game in the oh. world. I don't know how realistic that is, but like, we need to start hearing from WizKids, getting support from WizKids. Like, I don't want this to be a slap in the face, this event to be a slap in the face to WizKids, but we... Like I said, we're basically keeping this game alive right now. We're doing the events. We're doing, or we're not doing, but Howard Brock's like doing ROCs. Uh, um, Scott Porter's doing his events. Jay Solomon's doing his events. We're we're keeping the game alive on Roll20 and not seeing much support or communication from WizKids. I don't think they're, they want this game to die, but it definitely doesn't seem like a priority to them right now, so... Um, hopefully they do hear about this and they're like, okay, these players actually do care about this game. We got to get our act in gear. And I feel, I feel, I feel like it's just like they want, I I feel like they're just completely letting it go. And if it fizzles out, it fizzles out. If it doesn't, they'll just keep making their stuff. Like, I feel like there's no plan to change anything whatsoever. And I'm playing these battle royales, looking at these figures, looking at future foundations, uh, like the point value, the playabilities, like, at this point, you're just you're grabbing chases and super rares, and then every once in a while, there's a common or uncommon or a rare that does a lot for a team, and that's it. You know, like every other figure you can throw away, I, and and that's the thing. Like looking at these battle royales, a lot of commons, uncommons, and rares, people were just throwing them away, right? It's not it's not a let's open this. Oh, we got this rare. Oh, we got this. Like the, no, nobody wanted to play with them. Just throw them away. They're literally nothing, <laughs> you know. And that's that kind of crappy. But, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. and that's kind of the problem that hero click players have is that, you know, you, you, you're obviously going for the super rares and chases and some rares. Um, like I have a whole box of that one case or extra, extra case that I bought of wonder woman that I'm just probably going to throw away. And I just kept the super rare and the chase and a couple of the other generic figures. That's just how this game works is that you, you don't need, you know, you don't need two Zeus's, even though he's extremely good. There's no reason to have two Zeus's unless you want to give it to a friend. There's no reason to have, you know, two Anita candies, let alone one. Um, but uh, that's just how this game, unfortunately, is. I mean, you can try to sell it back yeah. to some of the other um, vendors out there, but even they're paying only like two cents if they're taking them. But anyways, getting off I mean, that rabbit hole. <laughs> Give them to like locals who are starting the game out. Yeah, and that's kind of the saving grace of the extras mm-hmm. is that you give those extras to kids that maybe you know obviously can't spend sixteen dollars per booster, uh, and they're just happy to have the figures. Um, yeah. Or like I have a, just... a buddy that's a college student. He doesn't have a lot of money to spend on the game, so I just give him my extras and stuff like that. Or uh, like Dan, he did get a lot of the set because he there's only specific figures that he likes in certain sets and then i'm like here take all my extras free free of charge no problem um because i mean they're just gonna be in a box in my basement anyways um arrest along with all the other sets that i have back here that i probably (laughs) haven't opened in years and years and years um 
But anyway, getting back to Team Sealed. So, um, well, Adam, actually, before you get on that, we're going to get off the rabbit hole. Uh-oh. I feel bad, but I have to hop off the podcast. So. Okay. Matty G, I wish I got to see you. Um, unfortunately, yeah, you were yeah, you were nose deep, and I wasn't there too long, <laughs> so it's okay. Um, hopefully, next time, uh, I, I do hope to kind of make it out there on the next event, and we can we can meet in person. Um, cool. Adam, see you later. Dan, have a good night. Everybody listening, take care. Bye, see you guys. Um, speaking of next time, we did kind of get off subject, but so before we get back in the team seal, we did have the banquet on Friday that um critical click scott uh, man i can't talk today pj and um scott crampton hosted it was a ton of fun i did record it that is also something you can watch on our youtube page uh they brought back the drunk clicks that apparently maddie g really wanted to be a part of but someone just edged you out to the table quick enough and you weren't fast enough to get to that spot in the battle royal um well they were gonna let me in but then i went and saw it was like 30 Red Solo cups of alcohol. Of whiskey, and or I, I forget said, what the actual drink was, but yeah, there was no way that I was going to do it, too. I was like, <laughs> nah, I got a, I got an event tomorrow I'm going to play in, so no. <laughs> um, so that was fun. They actually did a battle royal with Nick Fury, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and I know Lucas was in the one. There were two battle royals. Lucas was in one of them. Our, the buddy, my buddy Forrest that I met um, after 12 years, he was in it. Kenny Minx was in it, and he actually pulled Nick Balls of Fury, <laughs> and he got to use yeah. him, which was insane. I forget who else was in the uh, tournament, but I believe Lucas won, and he won himself a Master Mold. Shocking. Uh, Lucas won. Well, Charles Charles Garst was in it as well, and Lucas Tom Van Holland was in it from Phoenix Nest. Okay. And it came down at the end to Lucas, Charles, and Tommy. Um, Charles got knocked out, and then it was Lucas and Tommy – um, Lucas ended up winning, but because Lucas and Charles already had a raffle ticket, the third raffle ticket went to um, Lucas or Tommy. Gotcha. Um, so they were doing that, and then while they were playing, uh, we did um, a team building event where we had to build a 400 point Silver Age team with Sky Tyrant, and then PJ was going to. Um, grade all of them and then take the best winner and i forget who won that one i it's again it's, uh, it's on the youtube it was, channel it was between calder and brandon shastine calder put a zombie team base on his and brandon shastine put the book of the skulls on his That's and right. then they had a roll off uh calder rolled a eight and brandon won a nine no so uh, he ended up winning that Kevin rolled a seven. Or seven. Yeah, seven and nine. We'll talk about a roll-off uh, about <laughs> you in a, in a couple minutes because I couldn't believe what I saw that. But uh, we did that. We did some team trivia, which they totally stole from clicking it, by the way. Um, I, well, I still have to get um, Trivia Night 2 with Matty G and everybody else going on one of these days. But that was fun. And then we had a huge roll-off where everybody rolled dice for Dark Phoenix and it ended up going to Colin Bell, I believe it was. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, again, that's all on the YouTube page, all in the video for the banquet. If you want to watch it, it's about an hour. Tons of fun. Um, PJ and Scott are hilarious. I love listening to them. So they were perfect hosts for that. Um, getting back to Team Seals, um, how did you guys do with your teams? Um, uh, I think we did top 
16 or top eight. Um, I know my day was completely awful. Uh, my team was Zeus and Superman. Zeus at full, Superman at half. Um, I missed the 50-50 senses on Superman all day. Uh, I probably had eight shots on it in like six games, and I missed every single one. So Superman got deleted immediately. Um, with Zeus, I hit two impervs in six games. And I hit three cosmic energies in six games. Uh, yeah. So you said so you, I went, you missed eight shots, so you should have took those eight shots the night before because it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, well, I decided to play the team because I figured it would just be like kind of don't die. I mean, 50-50 rollout. They can't be outwitted. No Double precision strike. I was like, I, I can hit a couple of these. So you either got top eight or top 16. Um, of course, we had um, Lucas, PJ, and Edward. They won, but I heard they pulled pretty good. I remember Lucas saying his team was double Apollo with double Cersei, the 50.1. Yep. So he had quad probability control. He had double TK. He had double Mystics. He had double Cosmic Energy. I mean, you can't ask for much else than that kind of stuff. I don't know what PJ or um, Edward had. Ed had um, Super Green Lantern with like a Justice League team with like a shifty Wonder Woman, um, Amazon Warrior. Uh, I think it was pretty much like everyone on his team had like a 19 or 21 defense at like all times because like he had the catcher's mitt and then they had kind of reflexes. Okay. Um, I don't think... I think he might have dropped one game. I don't think Lucas dropped a game. PJ had Star Sapphire, Super Flash, Raptor Psycho. Um, his main thing was he was just yo-yoing out Flash and hitting things, and he'd be able to like, get him all the way back. Uh, I think PJ dropped two games. Um, but, yeah, their pools were nuts. Like... <laughs> Four probs, double Apollo, double Cersei, and he was on, like, Arthur's castle for Lucas, so he just dominated everybody. Yeah, I know. Um, but then after that is when they did the drunken battle rail because after cut, they did a, they did a drawing for the raffle to get the last spot for the uh, master mold, and it was Wes Summers got, he had the last raffle ticket. <laughs> okay. No, I remember so Lucas... that's when they played for master mold. I remember Lucas posting that he went... 7 and 0 and got 2100 points. So he had a clean sweep. He got every single thing that he could have. So he was perfect on the day. Yeah, his team was disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Um and then going into I don't know the numbers for um team sealed, but I know they had a good amount. And then last uh, I think there's at least 20 teams. So minimum. 20 times 3 60 fig- or 60 uh, people. At least. Yeah. And then lastly, on Sunday, which I wasn't there for, uh, they had 60 players for 400-point Silver Age. And something very important happened for the first time ever that we believe in a modern major tournament was we had a (laughs) mission point victory for the first time by uh, Brandon, uh, I don't know his last name. Brandon Bernie, he's our other teammate. (laughs) Gotcha. Uh, And his team was Triple Marvella. It was... Molecule Man, Ares, 
It was Grodd, Photon, Photon, Photon from the AI Chase, and I think Moon Dragon. And then who's the Star Trek guy? Wesley Crusher. Wesley Crusher. Um, so I don't really know the strategy with this team. I'm guessing when Ares makes the bystanders. Um, oh, he had another Star Trek guy that lets um, uh, Ares re-roll his leadership on a 4 through 6, so he gets oh. to re-roll it. He creates a pog. The pog gets sent to the other opponent, and then Photon, once per, or just once per turn for free, gets to bring the pog over next to her, and then she kills it, and then... Um, if Moon Dragon can like deal one unavoidable damage to another character to like boost buff someone's stats, so he kills like he can kill two pogs a turn. Yeah. So, so he that gets, would like, give him four mission points, I believe it is, because he gets two per character that dies. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he. He think I think he ended it like a turn like five or six or something. Yeah. Um. And then I believe Calder won a couple mission point battles as well. I believe I saw Yeah, that. he played another Ares mission point team. Yeah. I think he won one or two. So that was very cool seeing that mission points does actually happen. So congrats to Brandon and Calder. Um, and then you were playing in that as well. What was your team for 400 silver? Um, it was the same scientist build. Uh, I added Doom, um, DJ Doom. Uh, with Dunes on the sideline, and I added my third, uh, a third twenty-point flash, and a Cyclops ID card. Okay, and you actually got to the final match against Wes Summers, and yeah, uh, what was I Wes playing? Three and Wes was playing the same exact team except a Wolverine ID card. Okay, um, I went three and one. I lost to Wes. Um, he won map again, last round of Swiss, uh, but I knew I was going to make cut, or I knew I was going into cut, so it didn't matter. Um, my top 16 was against, like, a Cosmic, Cube, Double Captain Marvel, Trillane, group team. Uh, I beat that. Top 8 was against Joe again, and I think, I think Joe lost two matches the entire weekend, um, and I was told I knocked him out both times in Swiss. <laughs> so I, I knocked him out in Modern, and I knocked him out in 400 um, on Sunday, both in cut. <laughs> nice. Um, top four was against Caleb Reddick with an X-Men team with, like, Krakone Revival and, like, Chase Apocalypse and, like, Super Wolverines and Lila Cheney and, like, Double or Triple Maggot. Then I played Wes in top two, and he won map again for the third time against me. Um, and it pretty much came down to last, uh, like it was like 30 seconds before last action. I had to like TK out a high Evo, move up a flash to get the enhancement to kill um, Nathaniel Richards and a flash. With Psychic Blast, dual target. I killed both. I was up 30 points. Uh, he moved a flash over to outweigh my reflexes. Um, you can hear the mic turn on. Uh, so we knew <laughs> last action was going to be called. He said, Gigantic Retail. Uh, he placed and then rolled dice. Um, and he had a 5 loaded on his DJ Doom. Um, and I had a 2, but there was a 1. Uh, so it didn't matter what the outcome was. He was going to hit because he's active player, so he gets to decide 
who gets to replace die first. So I was like, okay, so I either need to hit the six on senses or it goes to a roll-off. I missed the six on senses. We go to a roll-off. Uh, he rolled a four. I rolled a four, but the dice were, like, cocked, so the judge said re-roll them. I rolled a three, and he won. Uh, so did he roll first, or did you roll at the same time? We rolled at the same time. We, we um, I knew if I didn't hit the six with Flash, I was like, it's going to go to a roll-off. Um, I mean, that's fine. Uh, I came around and gave him a hug. Everyone was, like, waiting. Um, I was like, yeah, it's, it's, it, it is what it is. He rolled the four, and I was like, oh, I have a chance. And then the cock die, it was going to be a tie. It was going to be a four and a four. And then I was like, oh, okay, I can beat a four. And then I rolled a three. And I was like, mother. With the flash dice that I gave you, too. Uh, no, I did the Assassin's Creed die. Oh, I don't okay. do. Really? I thought I don't they, do they the looked f- metallic for some reason. They're, they're like silver. I don't do the okay. metal dice in competitive because. You don't want to die. like. I don't want to dent maps. I don't want to like break a piece because usually, like in competitive, there's a lot of expensive pieces. Yeah. Um, just yeah, that's the only reason I don't use the metal dice in competitive. Okay. Uh, and the last time we used a dice cup is when I lost in Worlds. So uh, no, in the the picture they look a little shiny, so that's why I thought maybe they were the flash dice. Um, okay. And then for about five minutes, you were <laughs> you were Clicks Cup champion until there was a recall. And it actually turned out that PJ beat you by one point by placement in all the tournaments, and actually he became Clicks Cup champion. So the drama there is, um, with me winning casual, apparently there was no points for casual. Ah, that's Uh, where it is, okay. And then for getting second place, um, it was, I thought it was like three points, and then he got third place. He beat Scott by like ten points, so he got two points or one point. Um, and then he won teams, so he got five points there. So I think he had six. And then when I played in Sunday, I thought it was the same um, point system. I thought first gets five, second gets three, uh, third gets one. That's what I thought it was. So before I played West, I asked David, I said, so if I lose, I get three points. If I have three points here and I have three points from Friday and I tie with PJ, um, he, I said, well, how does it go to points? And he goes, oh, it's whoever had the most points Friday, like victory points. I was like, oh, I, I know for a fact I did. He was playing robots. I swept almost everybody. He checked. Uh, he got on the mic. Said I was Grand Cup champion. I was like on cloud nine. And then I guess it got posted on Facebook. PJ saw it and he's like, no, the point system for Sunday is like three points for first, two points for second. I believe he said, this is awkward. <laughs> and then. Yeah, well, I thought it was the same. Yeah. I thought the points was the same for Friday and Saturday. Yeah. So I was like, come on. Well, and the fact in that you didn't defense, get any points for casual, too, kind of stinks. Yeah. But. Also, in my defense, I was there and played all four events. Yeah. <laughs> PJ showed up for two days and then dipped. <laughs> yeah. But um, he did get first and he did get a third. Uh, so I get, it, it just, I didn't, I didn't know how all the points were going to break down. I thought it was the same for every event. 
Regardless, um, you, my sir, are walking away with two cases of how or of uh, rise and fall whenever it comes out. So congratulations to you. Well, I got a brick for being the uh, runner-up to Clicks Come Champion. Oh, there you go. And I and I also get uh, half a brick for uh, being the runner-up on Sunday. And then I oh I think we did make top eight because I got one pack for making top eight, so I'm, I got two cases a brick and six packs coming my way. All right, so you're gonna have a <laughs> lot of plastic coming your way. Yeah, I'm probably gonna sell some of it. I don't I don't need that much product. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, overall it was a great time. Um, like we said, David put a lot of work into this, extra work than he needed to because of what's going on with Rise and Fall. Uh, he ran it as smoothly as possible for his first time ever doing it. Um, I mean, the only reason that I even could make it down there was because he was able to get all the Clicks players um, half off the room prices for the hotel and no parking fee and no resort fee, which was like an extra 250 right there. So... He's already he already saved us half price on rooms and then two fifty on that. So right there, it was totally worth the trip. Um, if that wasn't the case, I probably wouldn't coming or I probably wouldn't have been able to make it. Um, plus a lot of other people. Um, he did say at the banquet that he wants to make this a yearly thing. He'll never do it again in July because it's hot AF down in Florida during July. I can attest to that. He <laughs> wants to do it in March next year if possible. He also wants to make the convention free to get in, and then you just have to purchase uh, you know, entry fee into whatever tournaments you want to be in. And he also wants to have other games there, so like Digimon, Pokemon, Magic. He wants to make this an actual gaming convention. I think he's changing it from the Clicks Cup to the, I forget the name. He, game Cup. The Game Cup or something like that. Um, so mm-hmm. that would be super cool because that would bring in a ton of more people. Uh, we didn't use um, a lot of the banquet hall that we are in, and there's other there's there's this hotel has a ton of banquet halls. There's ones across the room um, from we were that I think he wants to pack. So Florida is a nice location because um, it's. I would let's like say it's center, but it's just a nice location uh, for family stuff and uh, things like that. So if he can get this going yearly, that would be great. I know I personally can't make it to Origins next year just because of my work schedule, which stinks. Um, so I'm going to try my hardest to go to f- um, the Game Cup or whatever he wants to call it in uh, March if possible because uh, that's probably going to be my only convention next year unless I can get it down the world, but I've never been there, so I don't know what that's all about. But overall, I did want to thank David for putting on a heck of a convention. It was a blast. Uh, there, Of course, there's going to be hiccups because it's the first time. I had my hiccups when I did Sets Appeal and the uh, other tournament that I'm drawing a blank on. Make it meta. There it is. Um, it's it's a lot of work to put this stuff together. Um, and it was just great to see everybody finally again. I felt like... I've, I know a lot of these people um, by voice. Like, I've talked to PJ a lot. I've talked to Lucas, Calder, um, all these people. It was just finally nice to see faces and not hear voices over the computer for a change. So that was one big reason yeah. that I went for. Not for more of the – not so much the competitive aspect, for, but more for the uh, social aspect of it. Um, you know. 
Now, so did, I did want to go for the competitive, but also the social. Of course you did. And Mr. <laughs> Rusty here is walking away with nearly <laughs> five bricks of a new set that hasn't even been released yet. Um, but uh, Almost six cases. Or almost three cases. That's like six, six cases, six, almost three cases. <laughs> yeah, three cases. I'm four, four packs short of three cases. Yeah. Um, but overall, it's a great event, and I want to thank all the judges that were down there that spent the time there. I didn't get your names down there, but you probably know the judges, right, Matt? Uh, Joe, Chad, and Gilbert. Yep. And then Joe Pangrizo, Chad Birdsall. I don't know um, Gilbert's last name. And then who was the uh, vendor there? Um, was it in-house gaming? I forget the name of him. Yeah, or like House Rules Gaming House or Rules Gaming, yep. Um, so he was selling a bunch of product down there, too, and also helping David with Battle Royals and stuff like that. But it was a great event. Dan, hopefully in March, if it works out for you, you can join us um, and fly down with me if I can make it down there next year because I think you would have a blast down there as well. Plus, that'd be yeah, less less hot. I'd, I, that would be something I'd look forward to. I think March is pretty slow. At least if I still have this job, yeah, it's pretty slow. Yeah, you could always work from the hotel too if you had to. <laughs> <laughs> I um, guess that's true. Um, but yeah, I really pl- I I would really like to um, head down there in March if possible. Uh, we'll actually have, like I said, David's coming on tomorrow. We're having a special episode. At 9 a.m. tomorrow, just me and him, we're going to talk about a lot of the, just what it's like to put together something like this, the hiccups, the goods, the bads, all that kind of stuff. Um, But uh, before we end tonight's show, we did post a question on Facebook, and it was just, what is your favorite moment of the whole um, experience. So, Matt, what was your favorite besides winning? Obviously, what was your favorite um, moment of the entire trip? Um, just seeing like teammates and friends who I haven't seen in a long time. Like finally, just getting able to uh, kind of hang out, chit chat, talk clicks, like kind of just hang out with everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, obviously, like I like playing hero clicks, like. Every game I had fun, like every game I I enjoy, and every game's different. So yeah, pretty much just seeing everybody hanging out. Yeah, uh, we did have two responses. One was Brandon uh, Bernie. He said, "I think the best part was seeing the players in person since nine since twenty nineteen. Lots of hugs, uh, lots of hugs and laughs. Team Seal was outstanding." Um, and then Tom Shana Barger, I think his name is. Said my favorite yeah, part was another teammate was watching Edward Shelton win the team sealed at what is likely the biggest event of the year. If you took if you look at his team performance over the years, he really has a very impressive resume of high placement finishes with different teams. Seeing him take first was amazing. Um, and again, mine was just the social aspect, just seeing everybody uh, in person and watching Matty G's pulse wave in round one. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it was a blast. I, I'm hoping everyone got home safely. I've, like I said, I heard some more horror stories of some flights in Orlando. Um, hopefully nobody else had any kind of delays or cancellations, anything like that. Everybody got home back safely. And I look forward to seeing everybody else um, at the next event, which uh, I don't know when will be. Um, Maddie G, I will tell you that Dan is now um, – uh, is it our is it rock certified, Dan? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we will be having some rock events at our store here in Wisconsin. If you can ever make it up here, 
Oh, I, yeah, I've made it up to Kenosha. I can drive a little farther. I'll make it out there. You guys got an event with some great prizing. Yeah. Um, I know our event just did get a master mold. Uh, but I have to figure out when we're going to actually do that event. But hopefully we'll start getting some rock events happening at our store as well um, and get that competitive scene going there. But, Matt, thanks for joining us kind of last minute and stepping in for David Newmark. For um, sure. It was being on. <laughs> Did you did you fly by yourself or did you fly with any teammates just before we end the show? Mm, no, just by myself. Okay. All right. Well, that is going to be our episode tonight, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. If you went to the Clicks Cup, I hope you enjoyed it as well. If not, try to get there in March if that's when David's having it. We'll find out more information about that tomorrow. But um, it was great seeing everybody. Make sure you guys are staying safe out there. And as always, keep clicking it.